Welcome to the Product Business Podcast. This is your number one podcast for the tips, actions, and insights to make more money from your products while enjoying your life. I'm your host, Amy Wenslow. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone. This is Amy here, and I am feeling really called to call out a few things. I've been working with our mastermind group and some clients and our own launch on a couple of things. And so one thing that I've noticed with myself, our, our business is well over 10 years old and we've been growing it. It's really dynamic. And from the start of the business, we were in the top 6% of women-owned businesses in the United States in the first year. So, um, We've won a lot of awards, including being a top 10 finalist for Infusionsoft Ultimate Marketer of the Year a few years back. And, you know, we, we've done a lot, right? And so this is a mature business and we're a consulting company that works specifically with products. Now, I tell you all of that because it's some background and some landscape. In business, what I've noticed is there is a time of maturity and deepening into the DNA of the business, the who you are, the what you do, the value, the purpose, all of those things, and deepening your relationship to that, right? And it can be so tempting in the early stages of anything to think that it's going to go really fast or to think that everybody should buy the thing or everybody, you know, whatever, right? It can be so tempting to go to that. And it serves you to a point And then it's in your way. Here's what I mean. It serves you to be excited and enthusiastic when you're starting something and to be swinging for that and, and to be really in that active creation and incubation and implementing. And it really is a lovely, juicy place to be in the project. And it can be really extraordinarily energizing and, you know, you have the sense of something new being born into the world. And it's thoroughly thrilling, right? And then there's this moment that usually happens, typically, you know, after some really concerted effort, where you go, oh, I'm tired. And then you start looking at the results, right? Oh, it's not working. And you know, it's not doing this or, or oh, we didn't hit that you start kind of can go there, right? And the danger in that is that you can then swing to shiny object syndrome, meaning, oh, this looks like it's going to be that one hit wonder or that, oh, this will be easier way for me to make money, be seen, be whatever it is for you, right? To be acknowledged for your innovative ideas or however you are wired, right? It can be very, very tempting to swing to that and to go to the next thing and then to chase after that and be enthusiastic and spend all the energy and do all of that. The problem is that you have to develop a skill set as an entrepreneur and a human being to persevere. And the skill set 
doesn't happen until you've been challenged, until something doesn't work out quite like you wanted it to. You will never develop perseverance. And perseverance is one of the key drivers of a business's success. It's one of the key drivers of the businesses that make it over 10 years, right? Only about 30 to 40% of businesses will survive past 10 years. That's according to the Small Business Administration. They quote 40 years, other sources say 30. So it's in that range, right? 30 to 40% of businesses will make it through their 10th year anniversary. And so speaking as one that has done that and has grown and developed a business, what it takes is the perseverance to go through the times where things don't work quite the way you thought and to have the skill to look into the core of them and be able to see what the good is, what the bad is there, what works, what doesn't work and distinguish and discern whether you can transform it whether you can shift the conversation that's going on in that moment is an act of discernment and an act of committedness that comes only through the challenge so I wanted to talk about this because I think so often as humans we we run things like we're at a sprint right? Especially if you're goal oriented, like most of our listeners are, and most of our clients and and I am, I'm goal oriented, right? I I am always about what is the, the dream that I'd like to have happen next? What's the thing that I'm creating? How do I want life to look for us, for our clients, for the business, the whole thing, right? So when you're that orientation, it can be very, um, I, it can be something that can really serve you and it can be a detriment in that if you don't develop perseverance and persistence and committedness, then it's very hard to have the actual big vision happen. Okay. So instead, what really, really works in this moment of, oh, I'm tired, I'm frustrated, it's not working, what is this? There's a few key things that if you have these, you can get through it. You can change it. You can metamorphosize anything that is going on. And here they are. You have to develop the skill of being able to see the good that has come of it, right? all the good. I don't just mean the result. I mean the lessons, the learnings, the personal growth, the team, the actual results, the um, expansion, the opportunity that came because you did that thing that didn't work is part of the result that you've gotten, right? So having the ability to see that good will pull you through sometimes. The other thing that is really important is having friends and family that will cheer you on. Now this one is a big one. So some people's families are not the most supportive of their dream. I happen to be one of the blessed ones whose family is very um, positive. They want, want me to go for it, all of that. But it wasn't always that way. And 
I had to find the way to bring my mom along with the vision. My mom used to be a worrier and she would be concerned for well-being or safety or what if this happens or what if that happens. And, and there was this moment where I was so done with trying to communicate the good things that, that I was doing that were risks um, with my mom in the same way that I found a new way. And I can remember the exact phone call. My mom shifted in this call. And it was from a sense of play and allowing her to come along and play rather than push, strive, challenge, all of those things that I'd tried in the past. So my mom um, was on the phone with me and I said, hey mom, there's this really great thing going on. I'm gonna do this thing. I really wanna tell you, but I'm only going to tell you if you can promise me one thing first. And she was a little taken aback. And I said, okay, you know, I'd be, I really want to tell you it's really cool, but you got to make me a promise first. And if you can't make the promise, I totally understand. And I just won't be able to tell you. (laughs) So in sales language, by the way, that's called a takeaway close. (laughs) Um, So my mom was like, um, well, uh, what, what's the promise? I said, if I tell you, you have to promise that you will be the best cheerleader ever. And, and my mom kind of went, well, um, and I said, okay, so let me explain what the best cheerleader ever is. Okay. said, the best cheerleader ever says things like, that's amazing. That is going to be spectacular. I know you can do that. And it might take some work, but I know that you can do this. You're resourceful. And that sounds awesome. I'm so excited for you. That's the kind of thing a best cheerleader ever says. And my mom said, she's kind of starting to laugh right now. And I said, can you make me that promise? And, you know, if I tell you, you have to promise to be the best cheerleader ever. And my mom said, oh, okay, okay. And I said, all right, great. Go get your pom-poms. And my mom kind of, she was totally playing along by this point. She says, okay, wait, I'll be right back. And my mom waited on the other end of the phone and she gave, you know, 10 seconds, 15 seconds, 20 seconds. And then she says, okay, I've got them. I'm back. And I said, okay, what color are they? And she said, they're blue and gold, of course, because that's my high school colors, right? So my mom is like, okay, you got your pom-poms. And she said, yes, I've got the pom-poms. And I said, okay, so let's do a practice run. And I said, okay, so when I tell you what I need to tell you, best cheerleader ever, right? And she said, right. I said, okay, go. And so she, she does a practice run with me. And she's like, that's amazing. That's awesome. You're going to do so great. You've been working so hard for this. I'm so proud of you. And she kind of did that. And then she sort of was like, okay, is that good? And I'm like, yeah, that's best cheerleader ever. So I told my mom what I wanted to tell her, right? I said, okay, are we, are you ready? And I told her this thing that, that I was um, invited to do. It was really, really cool. It did involve a little bit of risk. There was a little bit of financial risk, but there was a lot of personal 
growth that I'd have to do to do it. And she goes, wow, that's amazing. I know that's going to be awesome and it's going to be great. And you worked so hard for this. And she went on and then she started to drift towards the worry side, right? And she started to say, well, and, and I said, no, uh, 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 best cheerleader ever. And she's like, oh yeah. And she went right back to best cheerleader ever. So I'm telling you this story because that became kind of a code with my mom, right? And I would call up and I would say, hey, is best cheerleader ever there? And my mom would go, hold on, I'd go get my pom-poms. And she'd wait on the phone for a couple of minutes of silence, you know, a couple seconds. And then she'd go, okay, I got him. And I would tell her the thing and she would go into best cheerleader ever for me. And so the, the lesson here is that some of the people in your life might be waiting to be invited to play rather than badgered and told that how they're doing it is wrong, right? I had tried that with my mom, but this was a totally different take, a totally different way to bring her along on the adventure. So I'd invite you to bring your friends and family along on the adventure so long as, massive caveat here, they are positive people. If they are always, you know, a downer about something, then do not share your dream with them is my advice. Okay. So having friends and family that will cheer you can pull you through the same way that having the discernment to look and find and see the good will pull you through too and combine those two together and they can pull you through many, many, many challenges. But the, the real core here is that you must, as an entrepreneur, you must, must, must develop the personal strength to move from sprint pace of a startup and of getting the project moving into a mature place of being able to sustain your efforts and inspire yourself and pull yourself through. You must develop that if you want to be in that 30 to 40% that make it through 10 years. It's very, very critical. And on top of that, once you are in that mature place of sustained effort and persistent effort, you must also develop the ability to go into sprint mode for a new project, a new possibility, an opportunity, implementation of a new system. It's very important that you're able to pull yourself out of the routine and out of the possible rut. You pull yourself out, put yourself in sprint mode, sprint for a while, look at the results and, and get in that perseverance skill set again. It's very important that you get fluid with that. That is why Google's sprint mode works so well. They have the established model, but then they pull themselves and their teams into sprints to accomplish things, to cause change, to cause momentum and growth and opportunity to appear that a established business must have in order to grow and to be viable over decades. You must be able to pull yourself out and to be able to cause change and to cause shifts. That is where the freshness comes inside an established business. So everybody, it is my honor and my 
sincere uh, joy to be here with you, to do this show, to do the podcast. What I would love from all of you, if you are getting benefit out of this, which I imagine everybody is, we have grown over 1,163% in just 14 short days. Well over a thousand percent growth. That's actually 1100% growth in 14 days for this podcast. I would love it if you would subscribe, follow the podcast, listen to the episodes, share it out so that we can make the biggest impact possible with the show. With that, everybody, enjoy the rest of your day. You have my utmost love, admiration, and respect for what it is you are birthing into the world. You have just listened to the Product Business Podcast with me, your host, Amy Wenslow. Subscribe, review, and share our podcast on Apple iTunes, Podcasts, or Google Play. Until next time.